Hey YouTubers, Prophet Diggers. We're here with Luke Fielder today. Uh, and he's here with TriStar Land Solutions LLC. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us a little bit about the business you have, Luke. Well, it's pretty new. Just started January, at the end of January of this year. Uh, I uh, thought about opening uh, my own business for the past two to three years and finally got an opportunity to, to start it out. Uh, pretty fortunate for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been doing it. I've been doing dirt work for about 18 and a half years. I got pretty lucky, I believe. I graduated high school in 2004 and went to work for a small local business uh, around Dixon here uh, just as a summer job to try to make some money um, for the summer until I figured out what I wanted to do and ended up making a career out of it. It's been pretty profitable since. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Now, have you uh, got a website or a phone number someone could call? Uh, no, I don't have a website yet. It is still pretty new. We just got our um, we just got our logo done the other day. We still got to get it registered. Uh, and we're, we're going to have a Facebook page, and it'll be TriStar Land Solutions, LLC. Got it. Um, my phone number is 615-533-0082. Uh, Awesome. Any good company, any at all? Most of servicing around the Dixon, Tennessee area. Uh, right now, uh, yeah. Just since we're starting out, until I get some more, uh, some more manpower built up, mm -hmm. until we can start providing for more, yeah. for more customers. Great. Yeah, fantastic. So, what what sort of challenges have you faced so far starting your own construction company? Uh, so far, it's just uh, the main problems is just really figuring out how to start the business type. You know, just all the hoops you got to jump through just to get it going, really. Yeah. You know, you're not really yeah. taught that anywhere. And <laughs> you go to, even if you go to look on the state website, you know, it doesn't really tell you a whole heck of a lot about what your next step is. You know, you kind of got to figure it out on your own. Yeah. Um, you're talking about like the technicalities behind yeah, exactly. the business yeah, yeah. and you know, getting all the, yeah, the legal So, what sort of sources are you using to solve those questions? Uh, trial and error, really. <laughs> we, we've got uh, we've got the majority of them figured out now. I mean, we're smooth rolling now. Yeah. Um, well, the government they're they're very kind. If you like, fill out some paperwork incorrectly, they'll usually send it right back. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah you know, this wasn't right yeah. at all. You got to do something completely different. But they, you know, yeah. they're really good about not telling you what that is. It's right. Funny. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Keeps things interesting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but now everything's been. I've, I got really lucky. I got um, I got hooked up with a guy that was able to uh, provide us with the monetary support that we needed that I didn't necessarily have up front. Awesome. Because um, either you got to have a a very sturdy background, a business background worth of credit, or mm -hmm. a huge stack of monetary You're stuff right. to get into my line of work. And yeah. uh, mm -hmm. You know, we didn't have, have either one of those, so he, he provided us the opportunity with that to be able to provide yep. the equipment that we need and help us along the way to be able to get the job done. That's fantastic. So how are you approaching uh, the financial situation? Are you just paying yourself a salary that you would expect? Or? Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm, um, you know, so, I, so we're working hourly right now, me and my whole crew all together, and, um, you know, you know, there's, there's up charges for for your guys, for each individual guy, or, you know, certain tasks that you do. And, you know, and then obviously myself, uh, I'm, uh, like you said, taking a, taking an hourly wage myself just so we can have a steady flow of income. 
and uh, pay myself that way. Are you considering maybe, so you mentioned uh, equipment earlier, are you thinking about taking any excess funds you get? And, Maybe buying your own equipment or leasing your own equipment or so, establishing a line of credit or something? Yeah, so right now our main focus is um, just establishing a, a good line of credit because, you you know, as a company, you, you build credit just a lot like you do business, uh, personal credit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, that's our that's our main goal right now is just to establish a good, good credit history. And is that with uh, a, a equipment rental and materials and... and like it, uh, your advice to someone else who says, I'm, I'm going to right. start my business tomorrow. Is there a tip you'd have for them? Um, sort of kind of getting the ball rolling on establishing that line of credit or. So from what I have been told is, uh, anywhere where you can start an account, Just do it. It, it, yeah. even if it's at, uh, you know, for uh, heck, Lowe's, the, the local, the lo your, any, any local company or whatever yeah. that will allow you to start an account, start an account. um, any kind of credit card that you can set up specifically for your business to just buy stuff mm -hmm. for your business. Um, sure. And all of that, all of that takes an account for whenever you can start renting, renting your own equipment because a lot of the equipment that we use, it is, I think like the cheapest piece of equipment we have right now is like $2,400 just for one month. Right. Um, yeah, and then and then it, it only goes up from there. Like yeah. so that's the cheapest one. It's for a little yeah. bitty small sheep's foot roller. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, like we got a we have a Dozier on site right now. It's a D sixty five Komatsu. Um, I think it's I think it's book look uh, priced at like ninety five hundred dollars for a one month rental. Ninety five hundred bucks a month. Yeah, and yeah. If, you know if you don't Was have that a two hundred thousand dollar piece of equipment. Or more, or more, yeah, 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 probably, probably close to three hundred thousand, probably I'd say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. wow. um, but, um, but yeah, so unless you have the capital to pay for it either up front, you got to be able to have the credit history to be able to pay for it that right. way. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and they always look for references, and so yeah. if you have no references, then it doesn't matter. So yeah. that's why I say, like any any small local local business that you can run a run an account through. Mm -hmm. that that's a good way to build up references mm -hmm. and we've talked about that before a lot in other videos in the past yeah it, it seems to be the consensus is is renting makes sense mm -hmm. oh like, yeah while you're coming out of the gate yeah yeah. yeah for sure i mean and it's got its major uh upsides too because you know whenever you're just starting out if you say you do have the amount of money to be able or a bank relationship to where you can go buy a piece of equipment more than likely that piece of equipment is going to be old and wore out and right. used, you know, yeah. right. and equipment breaks down. Right. Equipment breaks down right. all the time, yeah. you know, and so say you have a, a, a $10,000 labor bill for a mechanic, you know, you got to pay for that. <laughs> right. yeah. You know, you right. either got to fix it yourself or hire a mechanic to come do it and who knows exactly. whenever they're going to be available to come come fix sure. yours. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they got a they got a list of stuff to complete before they get to you, you know? Yeah. And I bet heavy equipment mechanics are not standing around with nothing to do. I don't know. Oh, they're they're very they are in very high demand for sure. Yeah. yeah. So generally when you rent equipment um, are there any stipulations in there that say like, okay, well if, if you break it this equipment in a certain way that's not covered for repair. Right, work. yeah, yeah, and you're liable for it. And it, you know, and it usually does come at the end of that month or whatever, whenever they come to pick it up, um, mm -hmm. is usually whenever they, they charge for that. Um, but, um, 
but majority of the time as long as you know as long as you got good operators and you're taking care of your equipment and stuff like that that's usually out, out outside of coverage cost is, mm -hmm. is very rare like right now i've got a I've got a track hoe that got a log shoved up underneath it that we didn't even know about and it blew a hydraulic line. You know, we'll have to pay for that hydraulic line. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, majority of the time, as long as as long as you got some good operators and you're, you're looking after your equipment, taking care of it, you don't really have any issues with it. Mm -hmm.